Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony Steak Podcast, episode 226. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have off-road conspiracy theory, Andy. Am I a conspiracy theorist, or it just my existence is a conspiracy theory? Maybe, maybe both. But What th- if you do both voices? What? What if you were doing both voices? Yeah, there is, there is no Andy. I mean, the fact that we talked over each other made it. I'm just really like talented. All right, thank you for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button. Share with a friend. And check out our sports podcast. And uh, shout out. Uh, let's go uh, Brussels. And sp- uh, specifically, actually, we had a whole lot of uh, new downloads over in that area of uh, the world over the last week. So um, I don't know if they are. Do they do German over there, Andy? I think they have their own language. I thought so too. I don't. I don't know. Valkman. That's all. I, I. I can't go into whatever they say. I think they're basically French. I think uh, they're like whiter French people. I think. Oh, well, bonjour then. Um, okay. Well, we're gonna kick things right on off with a little conspiracy uh, for you, Andy, which is why we uh, had that in the intro. You're familiar with, uh, remember McAfee antivirus? Yes, of course. Well, did you know that was named after the founder, John McAfee? Of course. Oh. So uh, (laughs) did you know that he was uh, found dead by hanging in a Spanish jail last week? Yes. He was facing extradition charges on tax evasion. Now, you might be like, well... Okay, where's the conspiracy? Well, let me tell you, Andy. There's been several incidents uh, reported, like from past interviews and things like that, where he basically goes on to stipulate, like, if I'm ever, if I ever come up dead, like, I didn't do it, I would never kill myself. Um, So, just let you let you know that. Um, So there you go. I mean, if they got Epstein. Maybe they got this guy. Why they got this guy, though, I don't know. Um, But, yeah. I listened to an interview of his, uh, I don't know, maybe like eight months ago or something, and it was quite entertaining and interesting. I don't know. Anyone who has that kind of money and is that you know smart, I think, leads a pretty interesting life. I think he was, he's a crazy guy. I think that's, he's been a crazy guy for a long time. People knew that he was a crazy guy. So <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know what to, I don't think there's anything weird going on here, but. Andy was more uh, of a Norton antivirus guy. Yeah, definitely. No, I think they're, they're, they all, they all sucked. Uh, they were all bad. <laughs> they all did. I, uh, I remember, I think Norton was the one we had as a kid. Um, but I do remember for some period of time, like McAfee came with new laptops, like new gateways and shit like that. I don't think I ever yeah, had it. They always did that shit. And then like, well, I don't want this free trial. Yeah. And Cause it only lasts like yeah. three months. And then it's like, well, now you have ransomware and it's like, this doesn't even exist yet. <laughs> like, how do I have it? Um, but, and remember he was in the news back at that shooting here, that terrorist attack in San Bernardino where their phone, iPhone was locked and he came forward. It's like, guys, I'll unlock it. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever came of that. Uh, but, Needless to say, he was found dead by hanging in a, uh, I believe it was in Barcelona in jail on his you know, extradition charges. So again, conspiracy or not, I guess maybe we'll never know or maybe we'll know soon. Yeah. 
it sounds like he's they'll make a movie about him, but it'll be one of those ones where it's like just a Scorsese ripoff. Yeah. Where it'll be a less talented person making a movie and like like um like War Dogs or something, where mm-hmm. it's just like, oh, this is basically a Scorsese movie, but just worse. Yeah. Um Todd Phillips. Yeah. Sorry, Todd Phillips. <laughs> <laughs> or uh Pain and Gain, remember that one? Michael Bay. With, I was gonna say Michael Mark Bay Albert, for this know. movie, which wouldn't have made any sense, but it's like no, but he steps out of his, you know, uncomfortable zone every now and then. Yeah, maybe he maybe he's buying the rights to it right now. Yeah. Um, OK, well, either way, we're going to move forward. Andy Harrison Ford is injured and he didn't crash a plane this time. No, he got injured of uh, punching people or something in a, in a fight scene. Uh, which is why would you write a fight scene for this 80 year old man? Why wouldn't you use a stand in? There weren't any available. I don't. I don't know. I mean, I guess you don't tell Harrison Ford no. Like, but you, you should be able to. I feel like you're too valuable. So, uh, I mean, he's hurt. Filming will go on without him, which is like how much? How much can you film without him? It's going to be a stand and wearing his hat. <laughs> yeah, I guess there's a lot of things you can do. A lot of movie magic. You can you could write it into the script where it's like, oh my god, he got hurt, so now he's wearing this sling the entire time. I don't know where. Yeah, he um, fell off of his uh, three-wheeled motorcycle with a little sidecar. What are those things called? I think you got it right. What do you mean? A sidecar motorcycle? Yeah, I think that's right. Hmm. Yeah, that'd be a cooler name than that. Uh, and yeah, so he's got to you know do the sling where he rips the sleeve off of his shirt and uh, you know fastens it into a uh, sling or something. Yeah, you can have a scene where the bad guy then like squeezes him. Yeah. On the shoulder or something. He's like, ah. Is it Famke Jensen? Yeah. It could be whoever you want. Remember? And uh, was that Goldeneye? Goldeneye? Yeah. yeah. She squeezes up their legs. <laughs> Stupid. It's classic. Uh, well, yeah. I hope he is okay. Um, I mean, what is he? 78 years old? Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. So, I mean, injuries, especially guys, like we don't last as long as women. Like, 78-year-old woman, like, is she 41 and had a little bit of work done or what? Guys, like, is he 92? It's like, no, he's 71. Like, what? Um, so yeah. hopefully he's okay. All right. I uh, imagine Disney uh, put, like, some insurance and it's getting a nice little payout for this. Yeah, come on, of course. Although, who would who would insure Harrison Ford at this point? Not Ben Stiller. Like, like as long as he wasn't in a plane, I guess. But I mean, he he got hurt on uh, Star Wars. Yeah, he like fell and I don't know. I don't remember. Did they have to like cut shit from that movie? I don't know I don't or delay either. anything. But yeah. Well, yeah. Hopefully he's back, and uh, we look forward to watching that movie uh, in two years. Okay. Yeah, no, no delays yet. But I mean. We'll find out. I mean, there's only so much you can do. Yeah, that remains to be seen. We'll They're see. not going to be like, all right, we got to write Shia back into the movie. <laughs> He's back. It's not happening. Uh, well, maybe they'll write back uh, Tobey Maguire. Yeah, maybe as a, as a new character, as Spider-Man himself. Yeah. Swinging through Indiana Jones. That would make Friendly sense. Friendly neighborhood Spider-Man here to help you uh, get that crystal skull. Yeah, I mean, it's all Disney now, right? So, Oh, no. It's semi-Disney. Okay. 50-50. No, no one cares. No one cares. Yeah. Move on. It's the kind of thing where, like, in the movie Taken, where he's telling that rich new husband, he's like, you own, you know, majority share of this company, and they have a plane in Bermuda. I do? That's Disneyland. 
Like Disney. Yeah. We don't even know we own this stuff. Tell us about Tobey Maguire, Andy. He's coming back. I don't know if you realize, but Tobey Maguire uh, has not been acting for quite a while. It's been seven years since he's appeared in a movie. Maybe longer. I can't remember which one it was at this point. Uh, but, but I mean, it's been a long, long time since he's been even like relevant. The Spider-Man movies are 20 years old at this point. Uh, but he's coming back for Damien Chazelle's next movie, Babylon. So uh, Damien Chazelle is the director of Whiplash, which I liked a lot. Also, La La Land, which I never watched because I don't really want to watch musicals. Um, but he's got a new one coming out. And it's Babylon. It is about it's about Hollywood. It's supposed to take place in like the 20s and 30s, which Whoa. Uh, those movies are always like guaranteed to be nominated for an Oscar. So um, we'll see how that goes. But it's. Uh, outside of Tobey Maguire, it's got a crazy cast as well. It's got a uh, Margot Robbie, Brad Pitt, Olivia Wilde, uh, Spike Jones going back, going to be in front of the screen. Uh, you don't see that too often. Uh, Samara Weaving, who was uh, from uh, Ready or Not and uh, the Bill and Ted movie. She's she's really good. She's young, but um, it's it's a ton of people in this movie. So mm. including Tobey Maguire, who um, I don't know if people. I don't know what people's opinion are on him. It's weird like, that they I, have the same girl in here twice. Margot Robbie and Samara Weaving yeah. are the same person. Yeah, that's going to be um, interesting. Maybe they, maybe playing, they will play. The they don't have character. names, so maybe they're <laughs> duplicate kids. Yeah, or like she's 1925 version and Margot Robbie's 1935 version. Oh, uh, a little time Although, jump. Yeah. Oh, it's got Eric little, Roberts. I don't know if you already said that. I didn't, but yeah, oh. I did see that. That's Lucas Haas of Mars Attacks. Yes. It's huge. <laughs> like I said, a lot of people. Okay. Well, yeah, uh, but I'm yeah. in. So, but Tobey Maguire, yeah, it's been a long time since he's been doing stuff. Um, I liked Pleasant, Pleasantville. Remember that one? You know, I barely remember that. I know of it, but I, I don't remember the last time I saw it. it. It had to have been like a year after it came out on TNT or something. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if that's a movie that gets out there anymore. The kids don't even know what it is. They don't understand it. I want to say you can watch that on like HBO or something. Maybe. That's up to, for you to find out, the audience. I'll tell them right now. Yeah. Pleasantville is not on any of my streaming. No. See, I, don't, I didn't think so. Nothing at They're the hiding moment. It. You can rent They're it for hiding three bucks. It. How can you? Why is it a three dollar rental when it's a twenty year old movie? I think it's just minimum now. Like no, it should be a dollar. Like it no, doesn't cost dollars, anything. Those dollar ones are specials because then you feel special that you got it for a dollar. No, I still That's feel upset that I can't work. watch it for free on TNT. Yeah. Okay. Either way. So yeah, that that'll be fun. That looks like a, it could be a good one. Yeah, we'll follow it. Look for a trailer in 2032. Yeah. Now there's rumors that even Andy might be in this one. So Mm -hmm. keep an eye out. All right. Tell us about Nathan Fielder. He's uh, got his follow up show uh, in the works now with HBO Max. I guess he he signed a deal with with them sometime earlier. So he's he's already had shows produced, but this is his his next show. He'll be in in some form. It's called The Rehearsal. Not any details like if it's going to be is it a scripted show or is it going to be like Nathan for you where it is a uh, I guess reality show whatever you want to call whatever Nathan for you was Mm -hmm. Uh, but whatever Nathan for you was is was one of my favorite things ever made it's so ridiculous so funny Um, 
So I'm very excited to see what he's he's doing because the guy's a genius. Um, he worked on the Sasha Baron Cohen who is show. America. Yeah, and he I know he wrote the there was the bit featuring uh, some like I guess gun people with the quinceanera, and it was pretty crazy. Um, I was like, well, yeah, he still knows how to do good stuff, even if he's not in it. So, uh, I don't know. I don't know what this is. I'm sure I'm going to be following to see, but at least I know there's something happening. Okay. Very cool. All right. Moving right along. We have, uh, well, Conan O'Brien, but he's, he's gone, but he's not. Yeah. So this is the HBO max section of the show here because he, he's also going to be working with HBO max. So his, his late night show aired its final show last week. Uh, he had a lot of, uh, I guess, good guests and all this stuff. I watched the last guest he had was uh, Jack Black. And so Jack Black comes out with a cane and a walking boot. It's like, oh, what's this bit? And then they get to it and they tell the story. Uh, they had this big thing planned where Jack Black was going to sing and perform. And then he was going to fake a stunt and get hurt. And then he ended up actually getting hurt doing the stunt. And he's really broke his ankle and wow. it's like oh that's that's a nice way to end and i think his show is that yeah i'd say so <laughs> caused real damage to a real person um but yeah a lot of a lot of nice words it seems for a show even though it's been kind of irrelevant and it's it's interesting how everyone's coming in to be like oh conan was the best and it's just like yeah but no one really cared. I don't fair weather fans. It's not the fair weather fans. I think it was just like, I think that show format is kind of done, even though it's still going and there's definitely people just to watch it, uh, but it wasn't like relevant anymore. And now, now that Conan's gone, uh, Jimmy Kimmel's the longest tenured of the late night people, hmm. which is like, he was like a new guy. Like, and- I feel like no one watches those shows, but, if you watch a news network like the next morning on the news, they'll pull clips that you should see. Yeah. So I've, I've watched, I just watch clips on YouTube of things. I'll, I'll look, uh, not, not so much Jimmy Kimmel, but like, I'll see like the Conan stuff I watched was all just stuff on YouTube. Like I think he had, he had Dana Carvey on there. Like, Oh, I'll watch Dana Carvey do anything. He's always interesting. Um, but yeah, it's, it's such a weird format with how everything is, is now or just like yeah there's no need to have you know Lindsay lohan on the show to promote a new movie because she's telling her you know audience that cares every five seconds what she's doing now on the internet so it's like there's no need to have any of those shows yeah so i mean i mean that's the thing is so conan's show his uh late night show is over but he had already made plans to continue to do stuff including uh, the travel specials he would do for a show, which are excellent. He's going back to Cuba, um, I heard. Yeah, just do that over and over and over. Uh, but also something for HBO Max, which is interesting because it seems like none of the streamers have been able to figure out how you do a late night show. They've tried. They've had the uh, Joel McHale try to bring the soup back that one time. I think they've had like Chelsea Handler's done shows. And it's like none of them have lasted. So Netflix pulls the plug on these things. It's like who who wants to come weekly for this show. So um, I think maybe HBO max has a better chance of that because a lot of their stuff is weekly. So and they, yeah, they do the John Oliver thing. Yeah. I mean, Bill Maher has been doing that show for 20 years on HBO. Yeah. 
Um, but I think that works because it's a weekly thing and it's not every night. Uh, but they haven't they haven't given any details of what what it's going to be. So I think we got to see. Uh, but he's he's still going to be in in the business making stuff, uh, and I think that's great if he's going to be doing some for HBO Max, a little more visibility rather than being uh, buried on a on TBS just on regular TV every every night uh, versus something more focused. So yeah. So I guess this is this has just been an ad for HBO Max the last five minutes. Cause... Exactly. Well, moving right along to uh, the ad for the box office, which, again, we haven't done this in I don't know how long, but over the weekend we had a, a big movie come out that um, a lot of people may have seen. We've even touched on this in the news in some stories, but uh, Fast and the Furious 9, the Fast Saga came out. And, uh, well, the box office, uh, in so many uh, words, is back. Pulling in $70 million over the weekend. $70 million. Um, number two on that list was A Quiet Place, part two, 6.2. Now, of course, this has been out a couple of weeks now, but pretty uh, steep drop-off there. And uh, goes further down, $3 million, $4 million, you know. But holy moly. Did you see it, Andy? No, I've, I've never watched any of the sequels of this series. I mean, this will Just be on TNT, TNT in like four days, right? I, I don't know what the FX has the movies. One of those kind of things. Yeah. It's, it always was weird to me that like, it's like I watched the first one and it wasn't a good movie at all, but it was just a movie about street racers. But it was crimes. realistic. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, as much as a stupid movie about street racers who do compared crime to the is, ones now, but for it to turn into, yeah, this big like spy thing with, I mean, this one for us that we're the FBI, at least they're self-aware, like in the trailer where it's like, we put a rocket on a car. Now we're going to space. And it's like, okay, well, at least, you know, how stupid the rest of it is by doing something that stupid. Yeah, that's true. Um, But I guess it's just never been for me. Like I maybe, maybe I'd care more if it wasn't Vin Diesel, but I don't, I don't know. I don't hate Vin Diesel, but there's just something weird about it. Um, I don't know if he's real. I think he's a wax statue. Yeah, I mean, there's all these stories about he was like taking credit for The Rock. Basically, like he had to he had to get a good performance out of him. Uh, that's why he was. That's why The Rock doesn't like him anymore. Where they're ruffling hard. their feathers. And it was like, what are you talking about? Like The Rock has been in much better movies than you've ever done, uh, including yeah, you ever like, see the Rundown. When I when I say I haven't seen any of these movies, uh, the only one I did see was Hobbs and Shaw because it it didn't. I didn't see any of the movies that that came from. So I just treated it as its own movie. And I'm like, yeah, I'm fine with a movie that's really stupid that has The Rock doing stunts with Jason. And Idris Alba. Yeah. Like that's I think I watched all of that one. I don't that wasn't connected to a movie about street racers stealing DVD players. So I didn't worry about that where it's like the other ones, yeah, that seems doesn't seem logical. But if you start out ridiculous, I'm fine with it. Um Although I'm pretty sure that movie had a plot of like a virus ruining the world, which is like, yeah, that's there were like 45 of those movies that came out. Kind of why I watched it. Yeah, it was timely. Um, but yeah, China crazy just thing about made the virus. Yeah, I mean, that's the other thing of it. I saw that uh, this movie's already made 200 million dollars in China, so they can't um, get enough. John Cena is a fucking hero. Yeah, he saved the day. <laughs> that was a great move by him. Like we can make fun of him all you want, but uh, wow, that was that was smart. He knew it was up. Yeah, if he um, wants to be in the Daddy's Three, you know, Daddy's Home Three, he he's gonna have to yeah. know, play the rules, play the game. 
So, so seventy million dollars in its opening weekend. So obviously that's the biggest since the the virus, you know, first got here. Yeah, it is um, pushed aside. Uh, Bad Boys Three. Yeah. So if you if you didn't know that, it's also the highest grossing since the Rise of Skywalker, the Star Wars. So, so if you think about it, Star Wars Episode Nine um, and Fast and the Furious Nine, those are equal franchises, right? Star Wars and Fast and the Furious. They both oh, had nine movies at this point, uh, but. That movie seems like an entire lifetime ago mm-hmm. where it's like, that is so long. That's insane. Yeah, because I was still going to Disneyland and got to experience <laughs> yeah. Star Tours updated version with that movie. Yeah. So it's like, it's like, wait, what? What year was that? Like, that's so long ago. There was a crazy. So, yeah, Fast and Furious 9 did better than Bad Boys or Sonic or any of those things that came out. Sonic. That's this it was the best one. Yeah. So. Congrats to them. Um, okay. We do have a movie coming out, I suppose, to theaters, but more importantly, our new favorite streaming service, HBO Max, uh, on Friday. And uh, Andy, this one has Brendan Fraser. No sudden move. Uh, this is like, it's Soderbergh or something, right? Yeah, Soderbergh. Yeah. And uh, Don Cheadle. And uh, actually, at this moment in time, I didn't, wa- I didn't watch all of it because I just didn't want to. Too, but you can watch the first six minutes of the movie on HBO Max. A little uh, trailer teaser kind of a thing. Um, I'm also going to warn everyone, Andy. I hope you haven't already. Do not go on IMDb to look at this. Okay. Just the way they lay out who's in the movie, they're leaving out a key person on purpose. So I know it's like a, a caper kind of a movie. I don't want to ruin it for anyone. So do not go on to IMDb. I admit it's already too late for myself, obviously, because how would I know otherwise? Um, but it'll be one of those things. My guess is similar to like a uh, Tropic Thunder where at the end you're like, that's Tom Cruise. No. Um, now we'll see how, if that's true, it might just be something I, maybe I blinked when his name came in the credits. I don't know, but I'm pretty sure it wasn't mentioned. I thought it was gonna be one of those, uh, Matt Damon and interstellar things. You know, you didn't know he was in the movie and then it was like, oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. So, God damn it, Andy. Fucking kidding. Matt Damon is the person I'm talking about. Oh. And you've ruined it now for everyone. No, I mean, that's not. (laughs) That's a coincidence. (laughs) I didn't. Okay. So he's not listed, but he's on here. Number two on IMDb. So. Yeah, not surprised. They've worked. Well done, Andy. Um, (laughs) I. So Matt Damon's typecast as a surprise performer. I don't know. Yeah. Eurotrip, the whole deal. Um, Yeah. Eurotrip. Uh. Thor 3, that was also another hidden one. Never saw it. Uh, Deadpool 2. Never saw it. He does a, he does a bunch of those. Hmm. Okay, well, uh, before we get into what we've been watching, and that movie, by the way, is out, I believe, this Friday, uh, HBO Max and theaters. But before we get into what we've been watching, uh, that portion of the pod was brought to you by our good friends at thecliplessleash.com. Head to thecliplessleash.com and pick up the dog leash you've been waiting for. This thing works with your dog's current collar or harness and cuts down the clicking and clacking and all that nonsense and uh, get you out on your walk much faster and get you home even quicker than that, too. So uh, for a limited time, the Tony's Take listeners can get 65% off the dog leash that they've been waiting for when they plug in promo code Tony. That is T-O-N-Y at checkout. So head to thecliplessleash.com, plug in promo code Tony at checkout, and you're going to get 65% off the greatest dog leash ever. What are you waiting for? Do it right now. 
Okay. Andy, uh, I think I told you at the opening of the show before we opened, uh, I haven't watched anything this week that I can recall. Um, it's been a busy week. I'm almost done watching Rocky, number one. Uh, but we'll save that, I guess, for next week. So how many do you have? Four. Four. There he is. Let's hear him. Uh, well, before the, we do that, so, you know, back in the day, we used to do, like, uh, what's going to come out this week. But, you know, the world's different now. Yeah. Um, so things are starting to come out, but, like, it's still not fully there, but there are some movies coming out this week. We've got uh, another Purge movie and an Boss Baby sequel. So oh. those are actually and like real movies. I'm not going to watch, but they're real movies. I should clarify. Uh, I'm looking at it now. No Sudden Move is out on Thursday. Okay. Uh, but the other big thing out this week, of course, is Arlstein's Fear Street. So Oh, yeah. They'll be on Netflix on Friday. So Part it's one. Important. It's important we get everyone to, to understand that that's happening. Very cool. Okay. Well, I am ready. Um, okay. The first two movies I watched are movies that were expiring on Netflix. So it doesn't really help people who were like, oh, that does <laughs> you sound love good. to do this. Um, so the first, the first one I watched is already, it's already gone. It was expiring the 27th, which is like, what a weird thing. I don't know who made that deal. Uh, but it was a movie called 20th century women. It was, a uh, been on my list for a while it's uh starring uh, annette benning as a uh a single mother of a teenager so she was an older mother um and in santa barbara in 1979 and so it's just a interesting time period interesting place uh with interesting characters it's got uh billy crudup lives with them like she she runs like a she has a house where people rent rooms um Greta Gerwig, who is now just a director, it seems like, uh, but she's been in movies I like. She was in this movie, and um, Elle Fanning was in it as well. And so it was a good cast, good characters, interesting movie that I enjoyed. Uh, an A twenty four movie, so of I have to I have to work through all of them. Uh, but it's 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 no longer available on Netflix. So sorry. All righty. Um, yeah. I'm sure it'll be somewhere soon. <laughs> yeah, and I think those movies go back and forth between like Amazon and that stuff, and who knows. Um, but I looked up uh, the director hasn't really made anything else. Like it's like, oh, did this person writer same you know writer director? I think they're going to have a new movie out sometime in the future. But I didn't know anything else that they made, so that's usually like one of the first things I look for. Okay, what's the next okay. one? So the second thing, uh, this is expiring on the end of the month, so I guess it's still available technically right now. A couple of uh, days. Yeah. So the Girl with the Dragon Tattoo from uh, David Fincher from the year 2011. I had seen this before. Uh, he's one of my favorite directors, so I have to watch everything that he makes. And uh, this is up there with his best, but I feel like just all of them are his best. Like, I don't know. I can't pick between... Um, you know, social network and gone girl. It's like, they're all, they're all pretty great. All the, all the Trent Reznor scored movies are all, all pretty great. Uh, this one included, it's a murder mystery with Daniel Craig and Rooney Mara as the girl with the dragon tattoo, a troubled girl who is a hacker type. Uh, you can see Mr. Robot must've been very much influenced by this because hmm. basically very similar characters. Uh, yeah, it's a super long movie though. I did not recall it being, it's like two hours and 40 minutes. I was like, wait, it's still going. 
Um, not in a bad way, but just like it's a, they kind of wrap up the central mystery and there's another 30 minutes almost. Um, but I guess because that's the point is the movie is not about the central mystery necessarily. It's kind of an origin story for the characters because this was should have been a franchise that there's 10 books, I think, in the series. Um, Whoa. But they never uh, went forward uh, with this crew, at least. They they adapted another one of the books with entirely new people, new cast and got like really bad reviews. And I don't think we'll ever see more of them. Uh, so. That's disappointing, but it doesn't take away from this still being a good movie uh, that you should watch. Got Stellan Skarsgård. So okay. there, there is an interesting aspect that. to it where it's a it's so it's set in Sweden and a lot of the cast are like Scandinavian people. Um, but a lot of them are also, I mean, Daniel Craig is British and Rudy Mara is American. Yet they do uh, like they're speaking English, but they're doing Scandinavian accents. And it's like, well, this is a weird choice. Like. Uh, so even, you know, Daniel Craig is doing a Scandinavian accent while speaking English. It's like, I guess, I don't know. I guess what's, what would be better? Should you just speak in an English accent? I don't know. I like mixing it up. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that might be a movie that'll come right back on Netflix. Who knows if you can't catch it, but or they take it off good. like a day. Yeah. Okay. The next one's also a Netflix movie and I don't think it's leaving anytime soon. Uh, it's documentary called the last blockbuster. So I've heard of this. Yeah. It's, it's in it's like about, Oregon, right? Yeah. It's about the last blockbuster that's in Bend, Oregon. Uh, so it's kind of like, there's two basically storylines in the movie. One is like, Oh, one's about blockbuster and how it rose and how it fell. Uh, and then also the second part of the story is about this one. That's the last one and how they operate and all this stuff. And it's like, it's a very uneven hit or miss movie where, some of it is good. Some of it is bad. Some of it is interesting. Like, I don't need to know all about the last blockbuster. That's not that interesting, except kind of just I would have liked to see more how it operates because it's like there's no corporation anymore. Yeah. So how do they even like how do they do it? Don't they have to like. I don't know. How do they have the name still? Uh, so they they, do have, they have a licensing agreement that was like part of the drama in the movie was through so uh, Dish Network owns ninety nine or something. The Dish Network owns the the rights to the name Blockbuster, and they're licensing it every every year. And I guess they always have to wait and see if they'll continue to continue to get a license. Um, but like she just goes, the person who operates the store, she just goes to Target and buys the DVDs, <laughs> and then she goes to like Costco and buys like the popcorn and the candy. Wow, and it's like. Oh, this is so weird. And then uh, she's still using the old computer system because like with that software. So it only runs on like machines from 20 years ago or something. Yeah. So she has she bought a bunch of old computers from Blockbusters that went out of business. It just has a inventory of old computers so you can take parts to make new ones. And like that stuff is pretty interesting. Um, but I don't need to see like the family story and like the customers like that's not as good. And then I feel like it'd be interesting to see those customers though. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's not. (laughs) And yeah, then the other part of the movie is a lot of like celebrities talking about blockbuster, but it's like, why do they get the people they got? I don't, I mean, I don't know. You just ask people and see if they'll give a bit. I want to know what Don Cheadle has to say about, they didn't get Don Cheadle. They got like Adam Brody and Kevin Smith and, Oh, um, I mean, they got a lot of comedy people. Like, I like Ron Funches. I like him. He's good. Uh, Doug Benson plays a big part. Like, he like ends up 
going to the store, which is like a whole subplot. It's, huh. um, I don't know. It's, it's fine. It, it, it's, it's all about nostalgia. Um, I was a Hollywood oh, yeah. video guy. Yeah. But it's still like, you think of that experience of going to the store and like, Oh, that was exciting. And you, you get to pick one, um, where it's like, but it was funny. They interviewed like a former blockbuster executive and they're like, do you think anyone misses the experience of going to the store? And he's like, no, that, why would you, why would you want to go to a store if you could just get stuff at home? But yeah. like, that was a lot of the movie was people like being nostalgic about the experience. And it's like, yeah, I guess there was something to it. We are in a better spot now though. We're not, it's not good to go back. Uh, yeah, you but don't I think have to I, go anywhere to watch, you know, endless movies right here. Yeah. Although one of the problems is like, you can't get everything where blockbuster necessarily didn't have everything, but it, it wasn't like split up. It's not as far as I know, they didn't do this, but maybe they did. We're like, well, this is an exclusive to blockbuster or this is an exclusive to Hollywood video where it's like, like we just talked about Pleasantville. Like, well, I guess you can rent it, but like, what if you couldn't, what if that wasn't available anywhere to rent? You're like, I just want to watch that movie. Uh, that would be at a video store, but yeah. Well, I don't know. Uh, I don't find that situation all that yeah, often. I where like, like find I really want to see this movie. Uh, iTunes doesn't have it. I don't, I, I don't know if anyone does. Yeah. They'll sell you um, it, so. But also, I might have liked a documentary, like a real documentary about Blockbuster and how it started, rather than just kind of like the little overview and like, oh, here's what happens. Like, maybe like a real thing. that yeah, like the origins of Nickelodeon. Yeah, something that really went into it and just ignored the whole story of the last Blockbuster. Although there is a, there was a big subplot involving Russell Crowe, so you probably do want to watch this. Oh, I'm in. <laughs> I, I don't remember this, but there was a whole thing where he was auctioning off his old or memorabilia, uh, so including my, uh, you know, cardboard cutout of me. Yeah, from, uh, <laughs> Gladiator. <laughs> One of them was it was a a jock strap from Cinderella Man. It's like, oh, okay, great, okay. Um, but the, the whole story was that John Oliver ended up buying the stuff at auction and donating it to the blockbuster interesting so they could display it at their store like okay after um, he wore the jock strap i'm sure I, yeah i don't think you even that was for show russell crowe's probably like no i'm wearing that I'm like yeah fuck off that's they want the experience yeah well i can't say i definitely recommend it but it's also not that much of a waste of time it's got some and there's a new uh, doc coming out in like a week or two about Anthony Bourdain. I might watch that. I believe that's on yeah. HBO Max. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. Well, the last thing I watched, uh, it's my first Peacock experience. Oh. So uh, that's a that's a weird service. That that's that's definitely last in my book. Yeah. Where like a lot I've of watched people the Great like, Outdoors and Parenthood on it, and that's it. Yeah. So like uh, like Paramount Plus, people were kind of like mocked, but. Uh, my sister got it and I kind of looked through it and it's like, oh, this is kind of cool. Like I like uh, I watched 15 minutes of Doug. Like that's just kind of cool. You could just watch Doug whenever you want or yeah, flip like on that. Legends of the Hidden Temple. There's there's all kinds of stuff and they have logical hubs where it's like, OK, here's MTV. You can go watch Celebrity Deathmatch or MTV Unplugged or, or you can go to the oh. Nick thing and watch Rugrats. Like that's pretty cool. That's a good library. Um, but like Peacock is like. I guess it's got a good library, but it's, there's no consistency to it. You can it's watch like, some of The Office. Yeah, you um, can watch the last six seasons of Law and Order. It's like, oh, okay. Um, they're like the friend you have who's just in your friend group who has a lot of toys, but they're like, no, no, no. Like, 
let's just let's go outside and play on my swing it's like no i want to play with your you know the uh legos inside it's like not today yeah this is, you this is all suck. Like, <laughs> i'm going home yeah and then their their originals haven't been anything yeah we got to watch one episode of saved again by the yeah. bell or whatever they're called yeah, now which i still would like to watch that i, I would, would watch, watch it that whole to thing. make it free i'm not paying for it yeah um but one of the things they had for free that i watched on there so uh is psych 2 lassie comes home that is the the title uh the second made for tv psych movie so psych was a show <laughs> on usa so why part of the lassie that's one of the characters is lassiter so the dog obviously there there's a pun of lassie comes home of okay yeah you'd have to understand that the characters and everything it's very complex it's a great pun if you think about it i guess uh, but as a fan of the show it's just it is what it is it is a tv movie of the series of the of the tv show same characters they solve a mystery and uh that's exactly what you want out of that it's it's fine it's nice to like catch up if, they, if that's what they're going to do is every like three years put out a TV movie like that's that's a pretty good old run there. And just like, hey, we all have different jobs. We act in other shows, but, you know, we'll get together and for three weeks and we'll make a we'll make a TV movie. Yeah. And that's the kind of thing you kind of need to fill out a streaming service that no one that's cares what about. Tyler Perry does. I don't think he does that anymore. There was that time where Tyler Perry just like shit out a million things. I think he's still doing that, Andy. I don't think he does. I don't think he does. He was one of the first to pioneer the safe, like, bubble filmmaking in COVID. Yeah. Uh, Maybe I just don't hear about it. I keep my ear to the ground. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But yeah, it's it's good for what it is. And I'm glad it exists. It it actually came out when Peacock first launched. Mm. So it just had been that long to watch it. I tried to watch it before, but it was like bad internet connection, and it just looked like shit, which is always a problem. Like, and it, I think it was half bad internet and half that that app is just not not very good. So they got they yeah, got some problems. I do there. not go. Uh, I don't use that one a whole lot. I mean, yeah. Also, like there's commercials and. Yeah, uh, that that's always hard when it's like, oh, you could pay. Like, yeah, five ninety nine is not a lot, but it's also not free. And when you have other apps that are also five ninety nine, it's like, eh, no. Yeah. So I guess that's more review of Peacock, but uh, yeah. there you go. All righty. Very good. Launched. Anything else to add? No, I, I got it all covered. All righty. Well, short but sweet. Uh, you've been listening to episode 226 of the Tony Stick Podcast. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we had Off-Road Goes to Blockbuster Andy. In the past. In the past, I did. Yeah. We'll see you later.